Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Three CR very proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants. We pay respects to elders past and present and emerging too and acknowledge our LGBTIQ indigenous elders who in turn include sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around the land. Um, And we, of course, welcome listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sally Golden, your host, um, for an hour of pansexual broadcasting. On the show today, um, well, got um, a lot to cover, my goodness me. I will give an early trigger warning about halfway through the show, plan to cover Um, the issue of um, family violence, including um, partner violence. So that can be a difficult issue for some. I'll give a couple of other warnings as we go through, as we approach that. Um, Do we want to talk on a positive side of families about um, trans family, the um, monthly event? Um, Well, except for on the fourth Saturday of each month, except, of course, when we're (laughs) close to um, holiday season. And have a chat about that, what sort of things happen there, how it all works, um, and how groups run. And also, um, hopefully a few other things. But I want to start this week, there's been a bit of a... And also opened up with Red Gum um, for a couple of reasons from the Virgin Ground album of around the turn of the decade from the 70s to the 80s. A couple of reasons for playing that. I realised I hadn't played a Red Gum song since um, Hugh MacDonald left us in last November, um, one of the um, great bands of the 70s and 80s um, in terms of their powerful songwriting. And so that was one reason, but I suppose if we're talking circuses, um, well, there's been one at the time of um, this broadcast going to air live, um, the media circus over someone returning from jail overseas. Um, In the words of Vincent Kennedy McMahon from his announcing days, give me a break, referee. What a circus. I think that's all we need to say about that. But on a serious note, there's been a couple of incidents during the week. At least one deserves attention, and that's the situation regarding Shannon Malloy and the New South Wales Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby. Shannon Malloy is someone who works for News Corp. Now, no, not the GLBTI community's favourite organisation overall. But he he is an out gay man. He, um, you know, was on the board of the New South Wales Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby and was um, effectively harassed off the board by two members of our own community. Now, some people will say, well, how can someone who works for News Corp be either LGBTIQ or allied? Well, they can be. Um, 
News Corp, uh, yes, has never been really, in my opinion, repeat my opinion, that great on LGBTIQ issues. But there's an old saying someone said to me many um, years ago, um, do you create change from the inside, inside the system or outside? Now, of course, that's a very trick binary question. We don't do binary on this show, hashtag binary busters. And of course, it's going to vary for every circumstance, every person, every situation. No question. Um, so um, you can't just um, say it's going to be one or the other. Of course you can't. We know that on this show. Seriously, um, the thing is that in the case of Shannon, he's probably an ally. He, you know, he's a gay man and he wrote some very positive and pro-rainbow pieces. How he managed to get them through is beyond me. Last week on the show, we talked about a letter to the Herald Sun that said um, that it's tried to expose the myth of if you put more police on the beat, you'll prevent crime. No, it doesn't respond to it. How they published it is beyond me. So he's obviously trying to do something from the inside. He's a decent person. Now, as I said, I was very frustrated with Murdoch Media's approach to LGBTI issues for most of last year. But that doesn't mean every person in an organisation is the same. You know, I don't believe in lumping everyone in the one basket. I, on occasions, deal with police in various forces. And you can't say, well, all police are this, that or the other. Can't say all Christians are. And let's face it, we don't want to be stereotyped in our own communities. We don't want ideas that stereotype anyone. Repeat after me, on account count of three, we're all individuals. I also want to say something else. Many moons ago, long, long ago, 2000, a um, um, yours truly just starting out all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in advocacy, um, managed to get an article in the Herald Sun at the height of the then ca- the campaign as it was going then to get sexual orientation and gender identity added to Victorian Equal Opportunity Laws. And it was a very strong ally who got a pretty good article. It was only the sub-editor who stuffed around with the headline a bit. So we've just trashed, in a way, an ally. They can be on LGBTI organisations' boards if they're sticking to the values and goals of the board and they're not in conflict then, well, I don't see what the problem is. Now, some people will say they were bullied out. Um, That's another debate. Um, And there's been debate about this. Well, should we all be nice and passive? No, we shouldn't be passive, but we don't need to be aggressive either. Assertive is the, you know, the higher way, as Stephen Covey, the author, once called it. And I think we're losing sight of that. And that's where I will bring in, I was tossing up, even until I walked into the studio to bring this up, the debate about a former... Australian sports person who has a degree of fame who's entered into the marriage debate during the week. I'm not going to name the person and I'm going to tell you why. Just because they were a good sports person doesn't mean they're an expert on social justice or sexuality or marriage. Why are they getting publicity? If they were anyone else, um, they wouldn't even be. So we need to be careful of celebrity culture, clickbait and ratings points, which I think often forms a part of these debates. Why that person is even being noticed is beyond me. And it's the same with bullies on either side, whether they're within our own community, and I could probably spend a whole year on this show going into detail of circumstances where I have been bullied, and then the whole show would be a major trigger warning um, from both members of the rainbow communities. But the thing is, I'm not going to give these particular bullies any more um, time than they deserve. As the saying goes, don't pour oxygen on the fire. Let's not. Um, you know, so, and I think if we stopped giving them attention, we wouldn't, on either side, we wouldn't have a problem. 
The media, mainstream media, and yes, it's 3CR's Radiothon coming up, um, starting on the 5th, and this show in three weeks from broadcast time. Yes, that's a blatant linkage, people of all genders, um, is why we need balanced media and to balance out the imbalance of mainstream media. They attack what, whether it's alleged bullying or not, but do they condemn those um, people who um, troll the pages of parents of trans and gender diverse children parents who are not engaged in any public activity even, not that that should be an issue, um, do they condemn that sort of bullying? No. So we need some even-handedness in this debate. So media needs to have a look at itself and take responsibility at times. And I don't see a lot of commercial and mainstream media doing that on many occasions. So um, um, much um, we need a bit of, um, you know, sort of um, support. Well, I've just had an email come in talking Radiothon. Yes, blatant linkage. That could not have been better timed. Um, we've already had a donor. Um, $20 will come to Out of the Pan along with three other fantastic shows on 3CR. I won't name the person just yet. We'll save that for three weeks. Um, gosh, anyone would think there, there was telepathy going on. Okay, telepathy. We now end all prejudice and discrimination and totally value diversity. Bang, it's going to happen. Hooray. Seriously, um, you know, let's have some balanced debate on these issues. Let's try to listen to people with expertise, and that is not people who just happen to have fame in another area. Yes, there are a range of diverse opinions within the rainbow communities. That's our right. Dare I say it's our individual freedom, so let's not fall for the fact this con- this um, sort of attempt to limit our freedoms by saying, well, just because you people don't line up every dot and comma, we're not going to listen to you at all. Well, heterosexuals and cisgender people and Christians don't agree on everything either. Does that mean we don't have to listen to them? So in terms of some of these debates, um, you know, let's, um, you know, get past the, the inconsistencies. Also, got to say that, you know, with Shannon Malloy not being able to contribute to the board of the New South Wales Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby, have they lost some skills? You know, we've got volunteer-based organisations in most of the rainbow communities in Victoria and around Australia, including New South Wales, and we throw out someone with good skills. We're not treating people on our merits. No, not good enough, but we need to try to keep our backyard clean if we're going to try and clean up the backyard of broader society. All right, there's my rant. Um, If you want to have your say about that, lots of ways you can do it, the usual means of technology. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. The text is ready to rock, 61401 078981. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for me on Facebook, Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne, and my page, Sally Goldner. In the meantime, to prepare to talk about families, let's go back to... um, the to 1999 and a great um, European singer Amber and well perfectly what we need to be about if we're going to stop bullying in any form love one another 3CR 855am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally 3CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 
or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. Our annual Radiothon is almost here and in 2017 3CR is Radio for Change. From June the 5th to the 18th we're asking you to help us stay on air by making a generous donation. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. To donate call 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au 3CR Radio for Change. That's us, keeping the change positive as we progress to diversity, equality and respect and dignity of all people and, well, a range of diverse music that is 3CR. And, well, that's not pants. Last track wasn't pansexual rock, but it had a damn nice idea. Um, And that was um, Amber from the eponymous album. I love that word, meaning self-titled. Love One Another from 1999. What a good idea. Well... Um, despite what some in society would try to twist us away from, um, we are meant to love one another. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen, um, and sometimes, um, but sometimes people overcome what might seem like the odds of society to do it. Um, and one group that does it, um, declaring bias as a co-facilitator, dare I say is Trans Family, a group that started in 2014 in Melbourne for... Um, family members, and the thought struck me after our meeting yesterday, which was just lovely, um, might be worth telling people a bit what goes on at Trans Family, and we'll say a generalised way, obviously not, and I'll come to that very important point in a second. Just quickly, how did Trans Family start? Credit to one of the great um, community people in Melbourne, Alex Mills, um, who runs a program called Opening Doors out in four eastern suburbs municipalities. Yours truly at the time was working as an accountant for a not-for-profit organisation. One of the other employees there had done the program in 2013 and one day Alex took the opportunity to drop in to say, oh sorry, in 2012, and one day in that year Alex dropped in and to see her on the press so to whisk my arm to do it. That turned out to be a good thing because on the first day at lunchtime when I was feeling like I was the only queer in the village, someone comes up to me and goes, oh hi I'm, Lee. I'm Lynn, you don't know me, I'm the mum of a trans woman. The rest is pretty much history. That's how Trans Family was formed. Lynn's um, trans daughter came out at um, about late 20s, early 30s in, um, of age in the late 1990s, roughly the same time as I was transitioning, which I think there's a telepathic bond there. And there was no support for families, except for in Sydney, which is not much use if you're in Melbourne. Um, and if you, um, Lynn obviously supports marriage equality, so has a choice of airlines, ring out. But... Um, you know, you don't want to catch the bus either. Anyway, um, so it was Lynn's dream one day to start a group for family members. Yours truly was there. And then in 2014, the group started. Lynn, um, due to personal reasons, has stepped back. And Caroline, with the support of Chris, female, is now running it still with yours truly. And what happens at the group? Well, I said I'd touch on an important point. If there's two themes to how the group runs, it's respect and confidentiality. Um, one of my friends who uses similar themes um, to run the bi group, the fabulous James, says, um, calls it the Bill and Ted principle, 
be excellent to one another. Insert guitar riff here. Um, anyway, and so confidentiality is vital. Don't identify anyone directly. Don't identify them in a way that um, you know could identify someone outside the group. Now, obviously, the facilitators do. We're going to go out and talk about the fact that we are, but it is needed to be a safe space. Other things like respect everyone's background. There's, um, you know, people from all sorts of family members, from cultural backgrounds and, you know, um, different sexual orientations, regional, rural, metropolitan, the whole kit and caboodle. And so everyone's journey is their own. Everyone's is equally valid. You know, it's the old story of sitting around a circular table, although our arrangement yesterday was a bit rectangular, but you're all looking at the centre. You're looking at the, the same point from a different perspective. And so that has to be respected as well as confidentiality. Also, things like how much time you take up, um, sometimes people do. What happens inevitably is that people who are there for the first time and about half the 12 attendees yesterday were uh, newbies, so to speak. Um, and there's usually been a backlog of emotion. Parents, I've, as an old middle-aged chook of the trans community and family members of, in line with the movement in we'll say overall in society, particularly Australia, more supportive than they were, say, 20 years ago. But um, the thing is, um, it's still obviously going to be somewhat, may well be, I shouldn't say obviously, that's not fair, a surprise to people. It's a, you know, all of a sudden their expectations that they've had are turned upside down. And it doesn't matter whether the child's come out at 15 or 35 or 55. You know, if, for example, the person was assigned female at birth, um, there's all of a sudden a big change. And it can be a, a shock to the system. So people start out talking haltingly. There's a big flood of tears. If you run a group for like this, and I was told this by the fabulous Nan McGregor of PFLAG many years ago, make sure you have a box of tissues on hand because then everyone remembers to bring their own or a hanky. And, you know, sort of just let people get it out. And usually by the time they've had about 10 minutes, the tears slow down a bit and things slow down and people... You know, I've just had a chance to release. Now, they may have had some counselling support or psychological support or a friend's support, but it just needs that safe space where they're just the space is going to be held. And I've got to say, it's, you know, it can be, it's one of the, it's a, in one sense, as a deep processing person myself, the emotion is moving, but it's also, I think, in a way, one of the highlights of my involvement in the community each month. So thank you to Alex and Lynn, Alex Mills, um, initials AM for Altruistic Mischief. It's not Alex Mills at all, but also to Lynn for getting me in. It's one of been one of the joys of what I do in the community, and it's just great to see people um, get things off their system. The other thing that happens is you might find that there's a parent there whose, say, child is, I don't know, 23, and they come up with another parent whose child's 23 and who lives two suburbs away. And they have their own per, you know, extra connection, which is fantastic as well. So, you know, we still need groups like this. I mean, I, of course, hope one day we never have any prejudice or discrimination. But human emotions are going to be human emotions. And when things have, people have sudden, we'll say, shifts in, thing, in circumstances, that needs some processing and it needs space. So... You know, it's really important to have these spaces. Um, and, you know, by the, as I say, by the end of the meeting, the people who have come for the first time, you know, are a lot more, they've released some stuff in a safe space, in a safe way, which is what we need. They've taken their feeling. People are entitled to feel what they feel. 
And, you know, it's about doing, releasing those feelings in a safe way, and they've done that and are much lighter. Um, last month, April, was a special event. We had Meredith from Carers um, Vicin to do a special event. We've got another one coming up in September. But an off, when we started Trans Family, got to say it was originally meant, probably the aim was parents where the child um, came out over, say, 25, 30-ish. Transcend was doing a great job for the younger trans and gender diverse people. We didn't see a need to duplicate, but it's ended up that it is mainly parents of under 25s who are coming, but we've had all sorts, um, grandparents, uncles, aunts, um, adults, siblings of older trans, where older trans people have come out. Um, haven't had too many nibblings and pibblings yet. I love those words. Um, that's um, an all-encompassing term of all genders for nieces, nephews and non-binary similar and aunts, uncles and non-binary similar. Um, check your Urban Dictionary for more details. Um, but there's probably a gap in Melbourne in terms of in-person meeting. And I know we've dis- I discussed this. We've had lots of great interviews on the show over the years about this, and that's partners of trans and gender diverse people. They need support too. And yes, there's some similarities. There's grief and loss in many ways, but there's a difference, particularly perhaps the sexual aspect. But I think there also needs to be a group for the trans partners as well. Um, They need a space to discuss how they can balance their feelings with that of their partner, and the partners need a space too. There's been various groups over as long as I can remember, but they perhaps haven't quite taken off. There are two on Facebook, um, which are closed groups, so I can mention them. You do have to be checked out, um, and if you misbehave, you'll be kicked out, um, scissor lift, um, let's check out the third, second, third, and fourth letters of scissor, sis, and sistra, S-I-S-T-R-A, um, there's also lots of individuals, if you do need support, we can put in touch with you, and if you need to get in touch with Trans Family, um, there's also a list, a resource listing on Transgender Victoria's website, which includes it. So we need a space for family members, you know, as I say, increasingly supportive, but it's a journey for our families too. And, you know, there's a space needed, there needs to be a space for such people. So it's a great um, part of my month and I just wanted to share it with you. So if you need to get in touch, if you're a family member or, um, and that's in the broadest sense of that word, ally, etc., partner, um, including but not limited to, as I say, look for the details on Transgender Victoria's website. Um, I suppose as a facilitator, contact me. Um, fourth Saturday of every month. Watch for those sneaky five Saturday in the months. Um, months. Um, always the fourth and rock along and you'll find a safe space. Trans people are welcome so long as they remember the perspective is for the family members. You know, what happens, um, there's probably, you know, um, and, you know, just have to, that has to be the main focus. It has to be that space is the priority. All right. Um, got a difficult segment coming up next. The other side of families is where things don't go so well. I want to talk a little about the issue of family violence. Um, so, um, you know, we've got a track coming up that goes for about four minutes and they'll be coming back and talking about it afterwards. Um, sometimes, yeah, when things break down or sometimes it's a bit hard, this track from the Eagles with the amazing vocals of Timothy B. Schmidt from Long Road Out of Eden can sum it up. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan 
They show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And that was a track from the Eagles' Long Road Out of Eden album, what will end up, of course, being their last studio album, 2007, with the sad passing of Glenn Fry um, about 18 months ago. And that was Timothy B. Schmidt on lead vocals. I don't want to hear any more. Well, sometimes you can talk and talk and talk and it's just not going to resolve things, particularly when things get um, into the you know, intense end of the difficult topic. Here it comes. So trigger warning if this is a difficult topic for you of intimate family violence. And I'm going to use that broader term to include intimate partner violence. Now, there is no doubt that a lot of family violence is because of um, gender inequity in terms of the, the, in the issue that it is perpetrated by an element of cisgender heterosexual males on cisgender heterosexual females, and that certainly needs to be tackled. But it can come across all um, relationships and all families in lots of ways. You know, humans are humans, and particularly when perhaps our models of hierarchy and family have never been demonstrated properly to us in the first place, where we've had um, things that can be, these things can get entrenched into us, I suppose, in many ways. And then probably people, for what it's worth, go on and repeat the, the same models of misuse of power in workplaces and bully people. They've never seen any better. Do we give, do we, you know, do we give people in positions of management, compulsory management training? But sticking to the family home, um, it can happen that sadly there are misuse, there is power issues and all sorts of things that are violent. And of course we are not just talking sexual or physical, but we are talking emotional, psychological, financial and other forms of indirect things. Um, the difficult one that can happen is where perhaps pets are threatened and, and or harmed is, what, is one example. <clears throat> that list, of course, is not comprehensive, but it's, you know, more people often see it as physical and go, well, you know, oh, well, I'm not beating anyone up. What's the problem? Well, of course, it's a problem and it doesn't matter what the sexual orientation, gender identity, etc. is. But there seems to be an emerging issue that, um, and I've been fortunate enough to get a hold of a whole um, 58 research pieces from um, a fantastic um, researcher in Europe. And I will credit um, Jasma Magic for sending me a whole heap of stuff. I cannot say I've read it all. But the themes that are emerging are that there's different nuances in parts of the rainbow on this issue. Um, for example, it would appear that in a lesbian relationship, there can be more emotional violence than physical but it can also be that you've got both people, one, you know, or you often think of family vi partnership violence as one person is clearly the perpetrator and one the victim. Sometimes it can be both or both, you know, which gets very complex. And what prompted me to talk about this issue today, and I have to admit I haven't been able to find the report anywhere online or in the Sunday Age, but a radio news bulletin this morning talked about how the government is planning to set up um, um, specific hubs including some specific to our original inhabitants. Now, I can't speak, obviously, for original inhabitants, but I think that would be a fair idea. But if we have a very gendered view of violence, that it's only women who are victims, what do you do if you have, first of all, a, in a gay male relationship, the male's the victim? I, Having sort of been involved in this now for a few months in part of my background work, um, 
you know, people say, you know, they say, well, we want grants to, you know, they're doing it on a gender equity basis, which is all very well. And then they say, well, um, then you, they say, yes, GLBTI people should apply. And then they say, oh, but no, we can't include gay men, trans men, bi men who are victims or perpetrators um, because they haven't got it. And um, a very triggering story, and I'll up the trigger warning a little here, this came out of some um, or combination of focus groups and one-on-one interviews. And this is where um, a woman was in a lesbian relationship, went through two um, IVF births, and IVF needs to screen um, people for family violence. But And this woman was, unfortunately, on the receiving end of physical violence and had marks on her face, and yet no one did anything because they couldn't even get the idea into their head that um, a woman would you know, hit another woman or there would be domestic physical violence in a relationship other than in a male-on-female situation. So, yeah, these are big issues. Um, so service providers need to do a lot of learning. The figure is does seem to be high, but, again, different reasons. Um, you know, so, um, you know, we've got things, people digging up past trauma, you know, their frustration about their queer journey may lead to them lashing out, and I'm not excusing this, um, physically at a partner or raising their voice, but also service providers not with it. Um, there was a shocking story again, upping the trigger warning again, um, back to the previous level for the lesbian story of a, tra- a gender diverse person who was um, physically imprisoned in a situation and then the police started using the that victim as a sort of free learning curve and asking, using them as a, as a trans educator. Now, if you've just been through a horrendous situation, you're not really in a place to be doing education and you shouldn't be asked. So there's those sorts of situations where service providers need training. I believe there has been some money set aside um, specifically for LGBTI communities in the state budget, not, I believe, locked in and worked out exactly who's getting what as yet, um, but I think it's going to be well necessary and the Royal Commission last year did go into an overview at least of LGBTI issues, which is welcome. One of the issues that's also come out of early focus groups is that people will not go to mainstream service providers. So yes, you know, in an ideal world, every service provider would um, be you know, you know, inclusive and respectful and do, as the saying goes, individual-centred service. have got a long way to go, so they're going to want to go to um, LG services that are trusted by LGBTI people first. Yes, eventually we will get to a point where um, LGBTI, um, every service provider is inclusive on everything and then I'll probably can sleep in on Sunday mornings and not do the show. Seriously, we've got a long way to go to get to that point, so we're going to have to start somewhere. And I think that's a fair thing um, until we've got more word that some um, broader community providers are um, sort of skilled up on this, I think we're going to have some work to do and uh, acknowledge what that means for people in regional, rural and where relevant remote Victoria as well. Um, so lots to do, um, but if this um, funding is confirmed, it will mean that training programs that are specific, not just for LGBTI overall, but for the differences within um, um, by women um, according to some of the overseas research, face higher levels of domestic violence than lesbian and heterosexual women. Now, is that because of general biphobia? Is it, heaven forbid, because there are some 
you know, an example could be that element of males who think that bisexuality just means one male and two females, that sort of thing, and aren't they great? We don't know. But, um, you know, we've also got to look at the nuances within polyamorous relationships. To me, often it's the, um, the, the envy and jealousy issues that can bring up deep emotion, um, and that can create emotional violence. So we're going to have to look at the various nuances and where people misuse kink and BDSM. Um, that is that domestic violence in a sense it is, and then why family violence? Well, you know we all know that it's not easy for coming linking in a way to the previous segment. Yes, we all want people to use our correct pronouns if any are used, um, and as to define as guided by us. But for people who have known you for a long time, it can be difficult to adjust, and occasionally people sort of slip. They you know old habits resurface. They're a bit tired or whatever. And if some a trans person, a particularly young person, flies off the handle at a parent for, for a pronoun slip, is that family violence? It could well be considered that. So anything that teaches us for things like respect, sad that we have to learn them, but we do get thrown off track, things like respect, patience, the whole caboodle. And then I suppose there's the issue sibling violence. Often this is just written off as our oh, sibling rivalry or get over it or something. It exists. Um, believe me. So we do um, need to consider that as well. And the good news is, is I believe all of these programs will. Now that's going to be an issue for probably LGBTI people um, or a large range thereof. Um, If a sibling is having trouble with um, their other siblings, sexual orientation and or gender identity and other things. Um, So all sorts of things to consider. It's not as simple as it might seem, but we're going to have to tackle it. We can't just leave and say it's too hard. So um, we'll get down to work and make sure that um, we can um, start making a reduction in this and ironing out another level of inequity. The last thing, some people would say, don't talk about this. You know, we don't want to appear, um, well, you know, bad to some people. Well, we never said we were perfect. And as I say, humans are humans, emotions are emotions, stuff is stuff. And when you consider what we have to go through, still, by and large, in coming out in the rainbow communities, emotional stuff in particular where people lose it, and God knows I've come close, um, not in a relationship or any time, but um, someone said to me at a training session during the week, don't you get angry when you hear some people who are anti-LGBTI say some of these things? Yes, I do. And, well, um, it takes a lot of deep breaths like the one I just had. Uh, seriously, um, we obviously have to find, you know, let's reduce discrimination. That's going to be a help, but we also have to respond. We need to prevent, and so hopefully this will happen. So a difficult topic to cover, but one that does need to get a mention. All right. Uh, One of the classic Australian films of our time is The Castle, and this track from Paul Kelly's album um, called Comedy of uh, 1991 appears on it. And, of course, the castle's famous for the line about a home is where it has people in it who love each other, who care for each other. Well, that's a good way for a family to be. And, well, the track from the castle is this short one from Paul's comedy album, Take Your Time. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Are you concerned about the growing threat of nuclear weapons? 
Join the Women's March to Ban the Bomb on the 17th of June in cities across Australia. It's women-led but inclusive of all. Go to womenbanthebomb.org for details. Voice your support for the UN negotiations now underway on a treaty to outlaw nuclear weapons and protest against Australia's shameful boycott of these historic talks. 17th of June, womenbanthebomb.org. The International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons Australia is a 3CR supporter. The 3CR annual radiothon is almost here. All donations over $2 are tax deductible. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference. To donate, just call 03 9419 8377 or online at 3cr.org.au. Help keep this mighty station going strong for many more years to come. Radiothon 2017, 3CR, Radio for Change. Out of the Pants show is three weeks away um, and three episodes away if you're listening on podcast or on demand. Um, so as I always say, start looking down the back of the couch um, as we speak. Um, all right, um, for, um, for um, your spare change to have, make sure you can afford to donate in. All right, um, things that are coming up in the Rainbow Communities. A couple of events this afternoon, the Shed for Trans Men in Carlton, um, if you are listening on a Sunday, um, the Shed, formerly FTM Shed. Um, so um, get in touch with them and um, um, get down there. It's a very comfy shed. I've been invited in, even though I'm not male-identified. Um, very enjoyable. Um Polyvic, um, the social is happening at the Terminus. Bent TV still rolling along and gender on Friday nights and Gender Queer Australia. Once again, an event coming up um, on the uh, the 18th of July on a Sunday at 5.30 is the story of the San Antonio Four um, and for Latina lesbians. Um, so... Um, we have to um, watch out for that event, and hopefully we'll hear from the fabulous Alison and Debbie um, of the um, Guardians of Solidarity Salon very, very soon to hear about that. Um, Freedom of Species, of course, if you are listening live, comes up at one, but if you aren't listening to their podcast. Um, but today, a regular Sunday afternoon um, broadcast is a, is not happening, but for a flippingly good reason, um, because from 2 through till 5... Um, there's a great event coming up, Africa Speaks Back, um, which is going to happen from 2 till 5, a special broadcast, which is incredibly, um, sounds incredibly awesome. So just listen, um, lock it on after this show finishes. Um, the Pan-African Poets Cafe presents Africa Speaks Back, a pop-up matinee of poetry, reggae and performance. Um, it's a live broadcast from the Afro Hub, 727 Nicholson Street, North Carlton. And all from 2 till 5, it's been broadcast on 3CR, um, supported by the Fab City of Yarra, diversity leaders they are, and their community grants program, curated and hosted by Sister um, Zizander, and featuring renowned storyteller, um, um, sorry, Aaliyah Gabre, and a huge lineup. Bookings Essential, 
but um, hopefully, well, you can sneak in the door if you get there on the day. Looks like a huge lineup. So yes, and being broadcast from two till five on three CR. So um, a bit of a change from our um, st- um, standing program um, lineup. All right. I'd better leave it there. Uh, a packed program today. I should mention, if anything in the last segment um, was of an upsetting nature, please talk to someone. There is also the fabulous Q Life service um, incorporating switchboardy here in Victoria. One eight hundred one eight four five two seven. I'll say that number again. One eight hundred one eight four five two seven can be searched if you need them on your web. Take it out today, just so that we're being held, so to speak. Um, with the Black Sorrows. We've talked a lot about love and family, so a track um, that closed um, their album, Hold On To Me, um, coincidentally enough, from um, the late 1980s, about 1988, and um, Safe In The Arms Of Love. That's a good way to be. Uh, Hope you're um, safe in someone's arms, literally or metaphorically. Thanks for tuning in to Out Of The Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you uh, next week. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof every fourth Wednesday of the month. We advocate for affordable, secure and appropriate housing. So listen up every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. support for a 3CR program during Radiothon? Well, you can call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website 3cr.org.au You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. You've been, li- You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.